0: this. Anybody ready for the word today? All right. So you've been standing up a lot already. So, but the last several months I've had you stand up while I read the opening scripture. So get yourself back up for a minute. All right. And, uh, and I want to, before I read the scripture, I want to say Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas. Silent. No, not, hold on, hold on. I am into, this is Thanksgiving Christmas season. All right. I came this close to putting a Christmas tree up right next to myself today. You already did it? All right, I was going to bring one on platform, but we will will deck this place out like a winter wonderland in the next few weeks or so, and I want you to know it's okay to go ahead and celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus, all right? It's also good to go ahead and be thankful, because we're already in the season of Thanksgiving, and I'm going to preach what you might believe to be a Christmas sermon today, all right? All right, get over your bad self, because I'm going to preach it anyway. All right, so uh, uh, Luke uh, chapter 1, beginning in verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Read with me. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Don't you love that part? You love that? Uh, Verse 29. But when she saw him, she was troubled. Now, if you've got your pen, you should go ahead and underline that. When she saw him, what? She was troubled troubled, at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Now read verse 34 through 38. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who has called barren. For with God, nothing will be... Impossible. You want to read that again? For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be according to your word. Then Mary said, then Mary said, after all that, finally, we get to let it be unto me according to your word. I want to talk to you from this title, blessed and highly favored, and this is going to be a series time. All right. You may be seated for a moment. Uh, So anybody grow up in church? Where are my people that grew up in church? Anybody know some hymns? Anybody know some... I'm talking old hymns, all right? Anybody? Like last week, Bev played Great is Thy Faithfulness. How many know the words to Great is Thy Faithfulness? How many know the words to Amazing Grace? You wouldn't even have to think about it. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. Okay. I once was lost, but now I see you know this, okay? But I, I know lots of songs, like... Uh, 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 I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. Okay? Sweet as a song I'm singing today. I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed. Anybody know any of those songs? Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior. Don't mess with me. I'll sing hymns the rest of the day. So don't encourage me. How many know church language? Any remember church language? And you know this from our our most recent series, God is good all the time. Come on, say it like church folk. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. And then if somebody asks you how you're doing, how you doing today? Your answer is <laughs> blessed and highly favored. Say it. I am blessed. Oh, <laughs> uh, you just one of them weird Christians. Yep. And I'm blessed and... You know, we, we grew up with a language in the church. And, uh, you know, sometimes... You know, when you, know, you hear us Christians speak our Christian cliches, there are probably individuals who just want to slap us and say, don't be talking like that. Don't you know what's going on in my life? Maybe you're in the room right now. We were doing all that dancing and jumping up and down, and you were thinking, I wish all these people, had if they knew what I was going through. They wouldn't be jumping up and down. Sometimes you hear Christian terminology and, and you're going through this tough season, like you're going through financial struggles or relationship struggles or health struggles and all that happiness. It just annoys you, you know, And, and, and but this is one of the phrases uh, I recall. I remember one particular sister of mine, she may even watch today. She doesn't live here any around here in, in, in Virginia now, but uh, when I used to travel to Roanoke and do church camps like three, four times a year. And I would, I would direct church youth camps and bring teenagers together. Always enjoyed that, especially when I was a whole lot younger than I am now. And uh, I have one sister. She was always there and always working. And she, she, she was uh, gone through college and she became a teacher. She was a science teacher. And uh, every time I would, I would see her, I'd say, how you doing, Barbie? And she'd say, I'm blessed and highly favored. And uh, she works for NASA now. She does. She works for NASA. And I'm not saying if you say you're blessed and highly favored, you'll work for NASA. I'm just saying you ought to go ahead and expect God to do good things in your life. Is that all right? My expectations are high. Now, this is a larger statement than I'm making today because blessed and highly favored suggests if we are in Christ Jesus, we are blessed. We're not just living for temporary things. We're living for eternal things, right? You could be going through hell and high water, but you believe that you are blessed and highly favored no matter what the situation is. And I I know we're like eight weeks before Christmas and at about this time in your life, you're thinking, oh, great, it's Christmas. And some of you have already Amazoned your entire Christmas uh, because you don't know the delivery trucks could fall apart before then. You know what I'm saying? But some people just get nervous and anxious during this season. And with all we've been going through in the last year, what do we need to go along with this? Now, I want to go ahead and talk about Christmas because I'm ready for 2021. Amen. I can use a little 2021. But this is the day that God has us in right now. That's right. This is where we are. And some of us are struggling. Still, we have to be careful when we use this terminology, that we are able to give some understanding, a reason for the hope that we have. Because there are some people that don't feel favor. What do you do when you don't feel the favor? I just don't feel the favor. Pastor, I haven't felt the favor lately. If you've been through what I had been through, you'd be up there dancing and waving your hands and all of that. Let's look at this From Mary's perspective, there in Luke 28, rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. You know, again, the season has a tendency, the season just of Christmas, but this season, this last year has a tendency to expose the gaps that are in our faith. You know what those gaps are? It's like, I believe, but this is going on. That's a gap. In my faith, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but I don't know if He is going to save me. The gaps that are in my faith. If I be- I believe and I'm blessed and highly favored, but if I was so blessed, why am I going through this? I want to confess some words over you today that were spoken by this angel over this woman Mary, who was a virgin, a woman. Who was not wealthy, a woman who was about to face the greatest difficulty, the greatest difficulty of her life. It was a blessing. It was favor. But even though she was favored at the same time, it was tough. Are there those of you in the room right now that would say, Pastor, I've been going through some trouble lately. Anybody want to go ahead and confess? Been going through some difficulty, some strain, some stress. And sometimes when you're going through that, you're not ready for your little Sunday morning pep talk from Pastor Ricky. You know, it's like, I'm glad you're all happy and all excited, but I, you know, my family's messed up. My home's messed up. My job is messed up and I don't feel faithful. I don't feel blessed. I lost my home. My family's busted. I'm dealing with grief and hardship. I've got a diagnosis and I don't know what tomorrow brings. Kind of takes me back to what we preached last week out of Ephesians 3. And we read it out of this version and it goes this way. Now, glory be to God who by his mighty power at work within us is able to do far more than we could ever dare to ask. Or even dream of infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hope. Another version says he'll do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think. So even when you are struggling believing, God is still unbelievably faithful. Jesus. Which reminds us that we need to believe two things. One is the presence of Christ is always with me. And two, he can do miracles. Now... I've really focused on this myself. I want you to focus on this. Say it. Jesus is with me me. right now. now. I want you to embrace that because you're going to get set free just from that. You're going to see miracles just out of that revelation. You should be saying this. Christ is with me. And it's good. Anybody ever had like a little something where Holy Spirit just kind of inspired you? I want you to know that even when you don't feel Holy Spirit saying something, Jesus is still with you. You've got to embrace this truth. In the morning, in the night, in the middle of the night, in the daytime, you need to acknowledge him. You should not ignore the Son of God all day long. You should not do that. You should listen to him. You should say, welcome, Jesus. You should say, Jesus, I love you. You should talk to Jesus. You should talk about him. And you should listen. And some people wonder, you know, what if I don't feel like him speaking in my heart? Sometimes he'll just give you a word in your head. Anybody ever had that? It's like you'll have an answer and you didn't even look it up on Google. Boom. It'll just be the answer that the Lord gives you. He will speak to you. But here we are today after 10 months of a pandemic and the racial struggle that we have went through. I mean... Can somebody say enough with racism? Can I get an amen from somebody? Enough with racism. Enough already. And here's something that I am certain of. There is no president that we can elect that will fix the racial problems that we have in our land. You know what we need more than anything? We need the love of Jesus. Jesus. I'm so grateful, good brother, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., anybody like me, I'm just so grateful. I still, I I have, you know, just memories and, and things that I've read. I'm just so grateful for his willingness to stand up as a man of God and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to a broken world. Sometimes we need to look back. And I want you to know that a guy like that was favored, I'll come back to that maybe in a moment. Maybe you're not getting this. I, I need to get your attention clearly as we finish up 2020 and clear, clearly say to you, God is good. All the time. And you are blessed and... But here's the problem. Sometimes favor feels like trouble. Amen. Amen. Sometimes favor feels mildly troubled. Mary lost a little sleep. No. Mary was greatly troubled at his words. Amen. How many believe even after she says, be it unto me according to your word, she still had trouble? Amen. So if I was like Mary, no, no. She had a lot of trouble. I love Mary. I absolutely love Virgin Mary. I love her. I am not Roman Catholic. This is Reformation Sunday, by the way. I'm not Roman Catholic. I love my Roman Catholic brothers and sisters. Can I get an amen from somebody? I love them. I think the Pope needs to pray and hear from heaven a little bit more clearly right now. But I do, do love my Roman Catholic brothers. And I love Mary. I love her. That's that's where we find this. We find Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mary, you are highly favored and blessed of the Lord. But instead of feeling favored when the angel showed up... And said, you're favored. She didn't go, hallelujah, I'm favored. She didn't. The drums weren't playing. Nobody was Nobody's on the keys. She didn't do any of that. What? I'm favored. It's like, when God tells you you're favored, sometimes your response is, oh no, what does that mean? Amen. Listen, the reason is because of what the angel told her. You're going to be pregnant with God's son while you're a virgin. It's going to be supernatural. Nobody's going to understand it. I'm going to favor you and you're going to be impregnated by the Holy Spirit. In a culture that stones women to death who get pregnant out of marriage. Hello. Yay. Thanks, Gabe. Maybe you had the wrong address. Think about it, though. Not only that, she's a 15-year-old virgin. So she's supposed to go home and tell her daddy, Daddy, I'm pregnant, but don't worry, I'm still a virgin. What would you do? Go to your room and don't come out. Oh, daddy, and by the way, I'm going to give birth to the Messiah. <laughs> yeah, you're not making things better, honey. And then she has another dilemma. She's betrothed. She has promised to a man named Joseph. Okay? So now she has to go tell Joseph. Imagine that moment. She's going to come up and say, Joseph, say, sweetie, I'm so excited about our marriage, but there's something I need to tell you. <laughs> yeah. I'll bet that went over really well. I mean, Joseph... Was bothered. He was thinking about hiding her, but the angel of the Lord had to come and speak to him personally because he was so blessed and highly favored. But I love that she's risking her relationship. This man could leave her. You know, in the strict family, uh, this strict Jewish culture, she's putting her family and his family. Sure, Joseph, she's pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Sure, she is, Joe. Sure, that's what's going on. Maybe you got a boyfriend, young lady. Maybe you ought to go tell him that you have Jesus inside of you. Say, When I find out one of my kids, one of my young people, they're dating somebody, you know I'm coming after you, don't you? And what am I going to ask? So does he believe in the Lord Jesus? Does she believe in the Lord Jesus? Yeah. Do they go to church anywhere? Well, they don't go to church yet. So basically, this is kind of like missionary dating. So you look for good looks first and good hearts second. Can I get it? Is there any ladies in here that want me to preach right there for a little while? Anybody? You hear what I'm saying? Am I speaking to my kids? Speaking to anybody? Listen, I've had some difficult times in my life. Anybody else had some difficult times in my life? I want to tell you about favor. Okay? You sometimes think favor means nothing goes wrong. Favor means trusted. It's grace. God trusts you. I had to learn this in my own life uh, because of stuff that I went, went through. I want you to understand this. I went through some difficulties. I'm just so glad that I'm still the pastor here. Thank you for letting me pastor this church all these years. I'm into my third decade now of being the senior pastor here. And I just want to bless all those people that were here when I first came. Bless your heart for putting up with me during those early days. Thank you. While I was going through things, while the Lord was teaching me things and working things out, you were just so faithful. Oh, I don't think any of you, Oh, some of you are here, a couple of you are here, a few of you are here, but I, I want you to understand that there were times, and this is what the Lord taught me. He taught me that when I was going through trouble, the reason I was going through it was because he trusted me with it. Some of you are in a situation right now, and you think, wow, God, how could you let me get in that situation? How could you do that to me, Jesus? How could you make me feel like that? How could you cause that many people to be against me? I was just doing the right thing, and I did the right thing, and now people despise me. I just said the right thing. And now, and Jesus said, I trusted you with my favor. I'm trusting you with that particular situation. But I've been going through it. Has anybody ever went through a situation that lasted like a decade? Anybody? Maybe a decade or longer. You just wrestled with a struggle. Is this ever going to get better? What? God would trust you with this? Let me ask you something. If there was a great battle and you had one person that you needed to choose to go to the front lines and fight for you, Would you pick somebody that you trusted or would you pick somebody that you knew nothing about? I'm telling you, some of you are in a battle right now and it's because you're favored. It's because not only is he going with you, but he knows that you'll listen to him and that you'll trust him. And when you get to the other side, your Lord Jesus is going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful. Which reminds me of something else. Favor is accompanied by deliverance. Anybody love stories of deliverance? Deliverance. You love, like Moses. You know, Moses in Exodus 3 is out in the wilderness and God says, I'm sending you to Pharaoh. He's like, put the brakes on. Somebody put that burning bush out. I mean, it's just, you're what? I'm sending you to Pharaoh. Moses has his shoes off. He's standing in the presence of God. Holy, holy, I love you. Yahweh, you are mighty. I'm sending you to Pharaoh, but I was just taking my shoes off. (laughs) Pharaoh wants to kill me. I can't go see Pharaoh. I'm sending you to Pharaoh. And Remember that thought you had 40 years ago about the people being in bondage and you didn't like the way the Egyptians treated them? Remember when you decided to take matters in your own hands and killed one of the taskmasters? Remember that? Remember that? I'm going to take you back to that situation you've been running from all your life. Because I got some people that are mine. I made a promise to Abraham. The favor I put on him, I'm putting that favor on you. I want you to go back. Come on, somebody. I want you to go back because I have a plan of deliverance. Somebody thank God for Moses. Anybody grateful for Moses? And Moses went back, and that's why Israel walked through a dry path in the Red Sea and eventually came to the mountain of the Lord and experienced God. That's why there is a nation called Israel. That's why there is a city named Jerusalem today. You can't hide from the favor of God, but somebody had to have enough favor to become a deliverer. I'm going to give you so much favor. I'm going to trust you to talk to somebody that you don't want to talk to. I'm going to put my favor on you so much. I'm going to put you in situations full of frogs and flies because I love you because you're blessed and a highly favored. Somebody said, I don't need my blessing right now. There are people that need you to accept your blessing and your, highly, and your favor, but you need to understand being blessed and highly favored is not always what you think it might be. Gideon didn't know it. He was busy hiding in a cave. He was hiding in a cave and the angel of the Lord came and walked to him in his cave where he was hiding from the Midianites because he didn't want to get killed. And he walked in and looked at him and said, you are so blessed the Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. <laughs> I'm in the cave. The Lord is out there. No, the Lord is with you. And you you don't even know what God wants you to be because you don't realize his favor is with you. You can do mighty things with less resources than you realize when you accept that you are blessed and highly favored. He'll turn you into a deliverer. I know you don't feel favored. I, I know, but your journey will end in deliverance. Thank you, Jesus. And your children are going to be blessed. And your family is going to experience deliverance. You say, you don't know what's going on in my family right now. You don't know how far apart we are. I'm telling you, you're in the cave right now. But God says you're blessed and highly favored. And he will raise you up in order to go back and set your family free. And your children are going to be blessed. And your family is going to experience deliverance. Somebody, anybody need this right now? Anybody need this? God's about to use some of you because he has a vision for the future. And it's not just about me. God's favor is upon me because of generations. Mm. I said, Goliath is going down. Jericho is going to fall. The grave is going to be opened because of favor. Do you believe the favor of the Lord was on Jesus? Wait, they crucified Him and they buried Him. But three days later, He set everybody free. I'm favored. See, God has a purpose for Mary. She could say, wait a minute, this is not a good time. Can you wait until I marry Joseph and then we can do this thing? It doesn't work that way because the child that she will deliver is of God. It is not of Joseph. It is of God. God has a purpose and Mary has to be in the virgin situation that she is at that particular moment. If you weren't in an uncomfortable situation, I couldn't put my favor on you like I need to. One of the things that makes Jesus so amazing is that we know who he is. Why do we know that he's Jesus? Because Isaiah said, the Lord Himself will give you a son, the virgin will be with child. I said, the virgin will be with child. The virgin, Isaiah 7:14, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. I said, God is with us. Aren't you glad to know about our God who is with us? in the most uncomfortable, difficult, frustrating times of your life, his favor is upon you and you're going to be a deliverer praise God. I say pastor, that's just a few of them. Have you ever read Hebrews where they, get, they talk about Abraham, talk about all the great heroes of the faith. And he says, but, but you know, we don't have enough paper or time to write all of the other individuals. Who are those? Those people are sitting in these seats right now. Listen to me online right now. Because God has a plan for your life. Even though you're in difficulty, you are a deliverer. And God's favor is upon you. So Mary's test is now... Is she going to believe and obey the will of God? What's she going to do with this? She's got to answer the question. Okay, okay. I'm, tr- I'm struggling, but I want to know how. Somebody say how. how. So I'm going to tell you this. The same thing that's true for Mary is true for you. God's favor comes with his spirit. Yes. Somebody say, come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. How shall this be? Blessed and highly favored people, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Come on, say that. Say it. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Say it to the person next to you. If you're by yourself, say it to yourself, okay? The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest. I love that response. Let me tell you, you you feel alone? Anybody ever feel alone lately? Have you ever felt by yourself? You say, I just can't do this by myself. And Holy Spirit wants to say, totally agree with you. That's why I'm coming right down next to you and I'm going to overshadow you. In fact, as uncomfortable as you are, I'm going to anoint you for this time. I said, Jesus is with you. I said, he's with you. I learned this years ago. It's in the Word of God in Zechariah 4. It's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Not by might, not by power. That was a deliverance scripture to Zerubbabel. It's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Now, I've seen a bunch of miracles in my life. Anybody else? You see, if God wants to do something in, uh, in a miraculous way... Sometimes he'll ask somebody without resources to do it. Right? And God shows off sometimes. I mean, if. Jesus when he was on that mountain and there's a bunch of hungry people and he said hold on a minute I got a connection with Grubhub and he called and he had some money and he paid them and all the food showed up and he fed 5,000 people and say, wow he's really connected with Grubhub but he, he it wasn't Grubhub it was a little boy with a lunchbox with five loaves and two fishes and he didn't just feed them the Bible said that after Jesus blessed the bread and the fish and he broke it that every Everybody ate until they were full. And then he had enough left over. The disciples saying, what are you doing? Jesus, the boy just got a box. The bread looks a little moldy to us. I don't know what they said, but by the time it was over, everybody was delivered from their hunger. There was a little boy that had favor on him that was in the crowd. Had favor on him. He was about to lose his lunch. Everybody's got food but him. No, he's the only one with food. Nobody has food but him. He grabs that food, gives it to Jesus. How many know the boy was full when it was over? He had salmon, filet. I mean, how many know it tasted good when Jesus blessed it? Anybody know that? If God wants to take a 15-year-old virgin girl and use her to usher in the presence of God to this world and bring redemption and forgiveness to us all, he can do it that way. The problem with us is we get in seasons of pain and loss and there are gaps in our faith and we don't feel favored. I know God's calling on my life. But my stories have been enriched through my years. My stories of his blessing got through that, got through that. But I didn't just get through that. God used that for his glory. I mean, when I get attacked, I'm going to take that attack and I'm going to break it up in pieces and will feed it to all of you. You understand what I'm saying? When you go through it, you take what the enemy tried to kill you with. I always say this. You've heard me say that. Whatever the enemy tries to kill me with, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to beat him over the head. And I'm going to see people set free and delivered by the power of Jesus. So whatever you're going through, say say it. God, use it. Go ahead and use it. If he didn't move it, he's going to use it. That's how it happens. He's going to use that for his glory. Oh, Jesus. Just because you don't feel favored doesn't mean you aren't favored. Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, he said. She said, let it be to me according to your word. Your response is going to impact your favor. Anybody like me have like really weird dreams? You know, weird dreams, Had a really weird dream couple weeks ago. Really, just weird. And I want to just say it the way it hit me and you apologize. And I apologize in advance if I, it, it insults you in any way. Maybe it was just for me. Maybe it's for you too, but it was a short dream. Last, It was really quick, but it was really vivid. Okay. I was walking into a house and as I walked in the door, I fell through a trapdoor. Immediately I, tra- I fell in the trap door. There was water everywhere. I don't know how to say this except the way I'm going to say it. And crap kept hitting me in the face. I'm in the water. And it's like, oh, that's disgusting, isn't it? That's just really, it's like, thank you, Pastor, for telling me that story. That's okay. I got out of it. I climbed out of it and walked another few steps and fell through another trap door. And I, in water again. And, and this happened to me over and over and over in the dream. And I stopped calling them trap doors. I called them crap doors. No. And I woke up and I didn't have to hear from the Lord because I knew immediately when I woke up, and I woke up right out of it, it was this. Be careful that someone's invitation doesn't become a trap that causes you to be consumed by their crap. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? Yeah. Because <sighs> <sighs> we love one another and we bless one another and we help one another, Right? But the enemy will set traps up for you. Can I get a yes from anybody? He will set traps. You say, why do I smell like that? You know, when it's interesting that when Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego got out of the fire, they didn't even smell like fire. Some of us still smell like smoke from stuff that wasn't even ours in the first place. It was yours to pray for. It was yours to help with. But it wasn't yours to... Come on. Then I was, uh, had to, I, I, when I, if I run errands and I'm the only one in the car, I turn me a little, uh, some preachers on. I, it's either worship or preachers. That's what it's so. I, I don't know, Joel Osteen has, you know, brother Joel, don't you? Everybody knows Joel. I love Joel. You love Joel Osteen, right? Joel Osteen. And he was, you listened to him on TV and gave your life to Jesus, right? Yes, look at you, Daniel. Love you. Praise God. Yes. So I'm listening to Joel's preaching and, uh, and I'm driving down the road. I'm headed to the Home Depot because uh, I had to pick up a few things. And Joel's preaching and he starts talking about, uh, he said, uh, people, people are like garbage trucks. People are like garbage trucks. They just keep going to different houses and collecting garbage and collecting it and collecting it and collecting it. Now, this dream was already in my head. Problem is, they get overflowed with garbage. And they start taking the garbage in their truck and putting it on other people to carry. Mm. Because you get offended with somebody. Somebody hurts you. You end up taking that offense with you. And then you bump into somebody else. And that triggers you. He didn't preach that, but that... You see what I'm saying? You know, you're just like that person. So you take and you throw that garbage at them. Now they got garbage. And so everybody that you're connected with has garbage. Now, don't get me wrong. When I'm saying this, I'm not saying don't confess your sin. I'm not saying don't tell people your stories. I'm not saying don't get help. Don't come see the pastor. That's what I, not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you have to be careful that the enemy doesn't replace your favor with garbage. Because offense because come on because of anger I'm preaching the truth to anybody right your response to what's going on will impact your favor so i get this garbage message and I I'm all, I'm all stirred up about all of this, and I get to the Home Depot, and they don't have the supplies that I wanted when I get there. How many believe if you go to the Home Depot, they ought to have exactly what you need? Their house is so big, they should never run out of the stuff that you need to buy. I not right. have it. <laughs> so I picked it up, and I walked out and I'm in line, and I got my mask on. Is there anybody in this room that ever gets out of your car, and you forget your mask? And then you have to run all the way back to your car. Watch. Just go sit in a parking lot and watch people get out of their car, take 10 steps, and then run back. It's fun. Count them. all right? Because Diane and I will be two of them. (laughs) So get out, get my mask on, go into Home Depot, got my mask on. And uh, I mean, you know, you have to get into six foot line. Have you ever heard this? You're supposed to be six foot socially distant from people. Have you ever heard this? And mask, anybody, anybody have masks and stuff? Yeah, you your mask, wave your mask, or, or just go, one of those things, okay? So they keep doing these recordings, please remain six foot socially distant, like we haven't heard that for the last 10 months, you know? I mean, I'm glad they remind people, right? You understand? And, and, and it's good, you know, we want to keep everybody safe, but so here I'm in line, and I know what they're going to say when I get through the line. You know what they're going to say? They're going to say, no, you be careful, take care of yourself. And while I appreciate that, it's like, everybody be safe. It's like I've heard it. I've seen it on signs. The DMV has it on when you get on the highway. You drive down to the beach. They remind me of everything. I don't want them to say when I walk through the line, be careful. Is anybody with me? Anybody know what I'm saying? So I get to the line. And there's a smiling. Well, she's, I guess she was smiling, but she had the mask on, so I don't know if she's smiling. She did not know if I was either. And I'm, I know Jesus is with me, and I feel favored. No, I am favored, but not feeling favored. And I just heard this message about the garbage truck, and I just had that dream. And just as I take my receipt and get ready for her to tell me to take care, she looks up at me and she says, No, you have a very blessed day the rest of your day, and I got saved. Because we used to say that. How are you, by the way? How are you doing today? How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored. Anybody blessed and highly favored? Somebody say I'm blessed. Somebody just said I'm what? You're blessed. Who's blessed in the house? I'm blessed, I had a moment, I turned around, walked away from her and said as loud as I could, I am blessed and I want you to have a blessed day. And then we had that Jesus moment, anybody ever had a Jesus moment with somebody where she says, I'm a believer and you're a believer and you want me to be blessed and you're blessing me back. And I realized, listen, you can call it a cliche if you want to call it a cliche, but what I am saying is I am what God has called me to be and God has a plan for this particular life and somebody's going to be delivered. I need to go ahead in the midst of pandemics and difficulties and crisis and lift up my hand and say, yeah, I'm a little troubled, but I am greatly blessed. Be it unto me according to your word. Somebody praise God. Stand with me. Stand with me. Stand with me. And uh, get your communion into your hand. Anybody need this? I'm not I'm I'm not finished. I got a couple more things to say. We're gonna receive communion and I got a couple more things to say, but I needed the word. Amen. Lay your garbage down, folks. Yes. Accept your favor. Yes. So let's make a declaration. Can we make this declaration? Jesus, say it. Jesus. Jesus I, believe I believe in you. You are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe, you rose again, I believe you rose again. And I believe that you're coming again. You are my Lord. I confess. I was a sinner. But I believe that you have forgiven me of all of my sins. Praise Jesus. You believe that? You're disciples of the Lord Jesus, aren't you? So I'd like to invite you to hold the bread and the cup in your hand. you have it in your hand? We sanctify these as we receive them, the body and the blood of Jesus. The body and the blood of Jesus. This bread is the body of Christ, this cup, the blood of Christ. He says, this do in remembrance of me. Jesus gave it to those who believed. And he did them a favor. I'm going to give you my body and I'm going to give you my blood and I'm never going to be away from you. I'm going to do you a favor right now. You ready? The body of Christ, receive it. The cup, the blood of Christ, shed for the removal of our sins, the blood of the new covenant, take and receive it. Set that down when you're finished. Let's give thanks. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your communion. Thank you for your presence. Say with me. Some of you perhaps should be surrendering your life to Jesus. I want altar workers to come and stand and be ready, but as they are preparing, I want you to hear me. Some of you would give your life to Jesus, but you're afraid if you do. Jesus will destroy all your good plans. Or you're concerned, is Christ really able to get me through the situation that I'm in? Are you kidding? He will turn your trouble into his favor. He'll turn your trouble into blessing. He'll turn your mess into an opportunity for deliverance, not just for you, but future generations. Anybody receive that? You haven't seen good until you see what Jesus has in store for you. So here's what you say. Just say this if you're coming to Christ. If you're watching online, just say it. Be it unto me according to your word. Whatever your need is today, if you need to give your life over to Christ, if you're struggling in your home or in your family, someone is struggling here with their life, I want you to know that you're blessed. And I also want you to know that we would like to bless you today. When you come to the altar today, whatever your need is, these people standing here masked and ready to pray for you are ready to speak blessing over your life and over your family and over your home so that you can see even if you're in trouble, you can anticipate miracles in your life. Thank you, Father. I want you to start moving towards, if you would like for prayer, just leave your seat right now, right in front of everybody, okay? Because when you need prayer, how many know when you need prayer, you, sometimes you worry about what everybody else thinks, but don't worry about what everybody's thinking, just, you have plenty of room, those are very wide seats, we've made a space for you to walk out of the aisle, just move on down to the front so that we can pray for you. If you need to give your life up to Jesus, or you did, please let me know, or Hugs Ministry, know. come by and tell me on your way out the door. You receive the word today. Shout amen. You receive the word. Look at me. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. And give you his favor, his peace. Father, we thank you for your word. I bless your family, your children with peace in the name of Christ. Amen. God bless you all thanks for being in church we still have more people up here we'll pray if you just stand nearby we'll meet with you and pray with you God bless you all you be dismissed when you choose thanks for being in the house it's so good to have you here God bless you God bless you